Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Uh, Welcome, everyone. Happy to have you guys here with us, those that are listening live and those that will be listening to this in some time in the future. Um, I was actually just on the phone with someone or uh, a potential client, and we were just talking about life and um, it also happened that, that, uh, she was an immigrant as well. So we were kind of talking about this whole fiercely independent making stuff happen all on our own and how we hustle and how we like give to everyone, but we never give to ourselves and we have to do everything on our own. And I was like, Oh, that all sounds Oddly familiar. Vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah. It got guys, guys <laughs> cracking up as I'm describing this. He's like, yep, yep. Know that one. Know that one. Um, I, was, I was basically saying like we built our entire business and like our entire lives uh, off of that. And while it's incredible, like truly, I don't want to take anything away from it. You know, having uh, an ability to be fiercely independent is is wonderful. And, you know, we get shit done. Like, I mean, uh, there's, there's no two ways around it. Um, there's also a shadow side to it. And it took Guy and I a long time to first even notice that that was a pattern that had a shadow that that took many years to get to that place. Um, and then even once we knew it and understood that that was something that driving up was driving us, um, then actually became like the real work, you know, like noticing it was cool. I notice it, but try to stop a bullet train at full speed and, uh, redirect it to go some other direction. That was a whole other thing. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about today is a little bit about that process and, I'll just start by saying this, you know, most humans, when we ask, and and most everyone, I I would say like 99 plus percent of people that, that do personal development, uh, enter specifically our, our ethos of Satori Prime. Whenever we ask, uh, 
is it easier for you to give than receive without question? I mean, like more than 99% of the time, people always raise their hand and say that they're, it's so much easier to give than it is to receive. Sure. And what I was sharing uh, with this woman today was that it took me a long time to realize how much receiving support is tied into basically everything that we want in life. I mean, like if you want love, learn to receive support. If you want health, learn to receive support. If you want more money, learn to receive support. And when I say learn to receive support, you might be thinking, well, how do I go do that? Like, tell me the book and I will go read. So someone tells me how I can receive support. And I'm going to tell you, since I've tried that, um, it's not going to get you there. Mm. Like it will give you, it will give you a map into what receiving support looks like, but it won't give you the experience of receiving support. So I want you to imagine that like there are pathways in our system, right? And most people's pathways, because they've uh, like they're like in this world of giving and being independent, these pathways to receive support have just atrophied to a point that like no, nothing's running through them, right? Like your system can't even find where they are at this moment. And what, what happened was it took us learning to open these pathways back up in order to even see support, like support in the form of money, health, or love could be our opportunities could be literally right in front of your face, but because you don't have the ability to receive, like you don't have like the neurons that can process it and receive it, you won't see it. And then you actually kind of fall into this world of no one's ever there for me. I always give and give and give. No one ever gives to me. I'm always on my own, like all of these things, because now you need a justification and a story for why. And the truth of it is, yes, that could be the reality. But the deeper truth is like you were never taught how to receive. And so when you don't have a pathway, how to receive, it's like the analogy that's coming through is, you know, if, if you learned English as your primary language, and then all of a sudden you ended up in a Spanish speaking country, for example, right? They're speaking words, but because you don't have any pathways to receive those words and actually know what the hell it is to you, it's just a bunch of sounds. And that's kind of what, what's happening. So I was just sharing with her how like my car got picked up, um, yesterday and, uh, Fanny, actually my wife had to go to work today. And so we need to get the kids to camp and back and all this stuff. And like, it occurred to me yesterday, I was like, Oh shit. Like, I don't have a car to take them anywhere. Like, I don't, what, what are we doing? Like it just hit, you know, like we're so used to having two cars and my neighbor was like, just take my car. And I want you to know that for a long time, if that was given to me, and I think you had just posted from someone that said, it's very hard for me to feel like I deserve it. 
my initial reaction would be like, that is too nice of an offer. I can't accept it. Right. Like it's like too nice again, like the filter, right? Can't receive, can't receive, can't receive. So now this is just the stuff that happens all around me. Like this is just how supported I am by the universe, by friends, by neighbors, by clients, by people on our team and coaches, like the life experience when you open up the pathways to support is so drastically different. Um, and that's what I just wanted to kind of start to bring in through today. And I know guy that you've obviously been through a similar experience. Um, so yeah, I'll just leave it at that and let you go from there. I'm not really sure where I want to take that, but I, um, yeah, uh, yeah I, I was just going to say like, uh, for me, I, I just, I go through, I, I've been doing a lot of titrating and, and modulating, you know, like I, I feel like I'm very sensitive. That's just the reality. And I, I have long since seen my ability to manifest both good and very bad things in my life. And so part of me has like, um, I'm being like, you know, brutally honest here, like this, like a fear, a fear of going into negativity, which never helps at all with exiting negativity or, or bad thoughts or, Hey, it's not going to work out or hopelessness or all the, you know, different things that arise in, in human beings. And like, I'm, I'm always working on projects. I'm a very busy bee, you know, like I could probably, I could probably use a little, uh, step back from, from that. And so I get very excited about the work that I do and projects that I undertake. And then of course there's all these visions of grandeur of what's going to happen with them. And like everybody else, I, regardless of all the training, don't put expectations on things. Like you find yourself in these, in these pathways where it's like there, there was an expectation and it's almost like you didn't even know the expectation was there until the expectation wasn't met. That's usually when you figure it out. So, um, I've seen these, like what I have seen is much longer stretches of periods of time, like doing the energetic type of work that we do where my system is really open. Things are really, really fluid. And I, and I call these like the, the Midas touch periods of time where it's like, you know, for like three, four five, six months, it's like, I could do no wrong. Every idea I have everywhere I put my hand, it's like, everything seems to really work. And that gets a ton of momentum. And it's so interesting. You know, it's like, um, you know how like celebrities, like when somebody becomes famous, they have all this wealth, all this prestige, all this money, they can get into everything, but then like people just send them a whole bunch of shit for free to yeah. like market. So, um, so yeah, you know, like they have these garages full of like free shit and you're like, this is the last person in the world that needs all this free shit. Like who really needs free shit is like, you know, that guy in the street that is screaming at himself, you know, and, and, and all this kind of stuff just to support people. And it's so this, this kind of ironic thing about how energy is, it's like, you're, you know, it's like you're in these great states and it has a lot of momentum and everything gets really easy. Some disappointment kind of kicks in, system closes, and then that gets momentum. And the real, the real trick of it, so to speak, is like, how do we, how do we turn the tide of that momentum back in the other direction so that we can start flowing with things versus feeling like, ah, I have to work so hard again to make something happen versus kind of what Elon's pointing to. So I'm just curious for you, um, like uh, how did, how does that temperament work? Like when you're titrating, things aren't quite working out, there's disappointment and you're trying to get yourself back into this heightened state of like receiving an opening. Like, what does that look like for you? Wise man once told me that there's no going back. (laughs) 
guy's chuckling because he's the wise man. The wise man. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like I, what I'm going to share. Look, this took a lot of of session work, a lot of sitting with a one-on-one coach, a lot of being in, you know, different presence practices, a lot of group healing things. Like what I'm about to share, it did not happen overnight because I figured something out. Right. Um, when, when the system is an atrophy, like I was sharing, you don't just like flip a switch and then it turns on, like it just doesn't happen that way. So, I think now to, to what you're speaking to my perception, it's not that those things don't happen. It's the way that they hit my system that has changed drastically. It's like, you know, guy and I were just talking the other day and like, Listen, I don't care who you are running a business has ups and downs, right? Like it is a roller coaster ride. I've never met a single person that hasn't had moments where they ride high moments where they've lost everything moments where they're afraid that their business is like dead, like all of it. And it just, you know, it's just one of these things that happens. Um, and we've had this conversation like, but before it's always felt like life or death. Like when I was riding high, it felt amazing. And when I was not riding high, it, it, it felt like death. Like it felt like, oh shit, like we're about to hit ground. Two things have really shifted. One is this whole conversation around support, right? Like understanding that um, it's not my external world that gets to say what's happening on my in my internal world. It really is just a deepening of a trust and a knowing that it always works out. And and guy and I talk about this all the time. It's like, whenever we think like shit's about to hit the fan, something always comes, someone always comes something like, and we're like, Oh, there it is. You know? And we just kind of chuckled to ourselves like, Oh, exactly when we needed it, you know, like it just is. So after these, coincidences, and I put that in air quotes for those who uh, can't see me, after they've happened so many times, I'm just like, I'm not even get get into the worry of like the minutia because I just kind of know how like all this stuff plays out. So that's one. The other piece is that as I've done more and more of these kind of like sessions to open up and receive support, um, it's almost like this well of goodness and safety and support and peace and love. Hey, Mikey. Worst case you die and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You just come back, right? We get to do it all over again. Um, But what's happened is it's like this well of safety and support and well-being that just starts to build. And it's like, I I call it like this saucer that almost like lives kind of in this lower area. And it's this pool of just good energy and, and peace and serenity and ease. And where I used to go out to try to fix my environment, 
to make my inside feel good. And it was like, okay, I got to move this over here and this over here. And I got to make this and this and this happen. Like all this stuff that's, you know, the doer inside, right? That fiercely independent one wants to do that for you because it wants to make you feel good. Now, as all this stuff happens, I can, this sounds weird as I say, but I can literally like drop in and live in this pool of well-being and peace and ease. Mm. And when I'm there, like when I'm fully there, it's almost like regardless of what is happening outside, it it's not that I'm impervious to it, obviously, because like I'm living life, right? Like we got responsibilities. I'm listen, I'm moving houses. I'm like, there's like a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with. But it doesn't hit me in the same way where I feel like someone like punched me and derailed me and moved me. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I like that warm, juicy, energetic field. It, it really does. It's like this nurturing feeling of being held. And when I don't feel held or when I don't feel that level of support, I have a team of people around me that I can reach out to and be like, hey, listen, sit with me. And I can use, that sounds wrong, use, but I can feel and template their system to actually allow my system to kind of find its way back home, if you will. And when it's back home, it's like from that place, I'm gonna have better input about what actions to take, uh, who to talk to, what to do. But, you know, Guy says this great line all the time. It's like, it's not about the action you take. It is about the energy behind the action. And if the energy behind the action is I'm freaking out, I'm, I feel, I don't feel safe. Like the world is ending, et cetera, et cetera. And then you take actions from there. What I have found, and I'm sure what you guys listening have found also is you're going to create more events that give you that reality over and over and over again. And the only way out of it is to first find that place of safety and support and have that energy drive some sort of action. And that's the only way I've found, you know, like I was talking about that bullet train going a million miles an hour and you're trying to redirect it. Like that's how you redirect it. Because if you're trying to redirect it outside of self, it's an impossible thing to move. But it's the dropping in and like actually stopping trying to drive this thing and going like, okay, from zero, now where do we go? And it's a very, very different action. Yeah. Um, most of us are looking for that external evidence to provide us with the proof so that we can feel safe. But what I find is like the, the evidence comes fairly regularly. Right. Like we were just saying, like this, these events happen, these coincidences, these incidences happen and they provide you with evidence to say like, hey, look, we're right here. We're right here. We got you like you're not going to fall. And then the, like right after that happens, the next thought is like, where's the support? <laughs> Where is it? You know, like it's it, it's it's just never enough. And so you were saying like uh, about templating other systems. But, you know, to, to the point that you made early on in this conversation about like your neighbor coming over to you and saying, Hey, use my car and stuff like that. And most of the time we have this weird thing in, in our culture where it's like, uh, thank you. And no, you know, like, 
I'm too humble to take that from you or, oh, they're too gracious to give that to me. And it's this weird thing because like on the other end, we all know that one of the things that brings most of us the most amount of joy is like serving other people. And so you know that you want to serve other people. You get to know that other people want to serve you. And yet when we try to serve each other, there is this weird energy that comes instead of like, oh, look, I'm actually providing something for this person by having them serve me. So so I was going to say like part of that uh, plays itself out in our interpersonal issues. Not that we have issues, but like our interpersonal dramas that we're playing within ourselves, which is like around our business, around our finances, around our health. And it's like, we just feel like we have to do it ourselves. So there's this acculturation of doing everything ourselves of you got to leave mom and dad. Now you got to leave your family. Now you got to move somewhere. You got to start your own business. You got to make something of yourself. And like, you know, there, there's a part that we can like applaud that, that there's this like amazing uh, spark of creativity in humanity that wants to create and create and create and have something for itself. Certainly, I imagine we probably wouldn't have left the source of all things being one if there wasn't some desire, like literally like a, a, a built in desire for us to want to create from ourselves, like our personal selves. But on the other hand, it's like we don't balance that out with support. And so we can get that support from, you know, people giving you their car, but it, it, that really is an energy exchange. All, all physical exchanges are really energy exchanges. All monetary exchanges are really energy exchanges. All relational exchanges are really energy exchanges. Even going on a diet is an exchange between you and food and an agreement that you make between the food that you eat and that agreement with your body, right? It's all energy. So when we are sitting with another and, re- and receiving that support energetically, you are retraining yourself at the fundamental level of your beingness to be able to receive support outside of yourself. Cause it really all starts with, with what we call the internal, right? It's just, just energy. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's like, if, if the work is not done internally, then it's much, much more difficult to have the eyes to even see it outside of yourself. And then, and if you can't, and if you're not having that experience, then you got to be honest and check in. It's like, what, what is my internal state? And for most people, a check-in with their internal state is like, where are my thoughts right now? Right? Oh, are, are they negative thoughts? Are they positive thoughts? Am I this and that? And, and it's a, it isn't an indicator, but it's not the indicator. There is a lot more that I can indicate to you what's going on. In, in, uh, and I would say way more powerful is really with the sensations within your body. Like if I have, like this morning I was meditating and I had like a, a really very constrained stomach area. I mean, like it kind of shocked me to the level of constraint that was in there. Now, if I spend the entire day thinking about why my stomach was feeling that, it would make no difference, right? But there's that, that is a, a signal of like some kind of blocked energy in my system. And as I sat with that and that relaxed and released, the, the constraint that that was creating on my mind that was getting concerned about what was happening released on its own. It's not something I had to do, right? It just kind of it happens as a byproduct of that release. And so, yeah, I, you know, this, this, um, reconfiguring of how we want to operate with our friends, probably first and foremost, friends and family, but then really want to look at how we provide these opportunities of, of feeling support and offering support to another in society would go a very, very long way for creating some pretty significant transformation. Yeah. A million percent. And like <clears throat> you hit something on the head where in the beginning in the beginning, it's very difficult to notice, like, like when you're so closed off and energetically, like there, there is none of that 
template. Like you just don't don't know what that's supposed to feel like. And someone says to you, um, you know, receive support or feel safe or here's peace or whatever. And what happens is we end up like going and we read books and and all of these teachers, right? Like when you I'm not talking all of them, but like, let's say, you know, the, the deeply uh, profound teachers, they all point to something very, very similar. Um, but the thing that's reading it is your mind. So your mind creates a construct of what that thing is supposed to feel like. It's like, yeah. oh, this is what peace looks like. This is what having support feels like. This is what um, being in flow feels like. And so this mind grabs it and then it tries to emulate it in the way that it has perceived what this or that or that is. But because there's no template of what that is actually supposed to feel, it's, it becomes this mind construct that you are now chasing because so-and-so who's very, very smart said that this is what it's supposed to be like. And, and unconsciously comparing yourself to your own ideas, basically. Exactly. I, I find myself doing that quite often. And then, and then it's, yeah. it's a lose-lose game because you're trying to go for something that is not real <laughs> based off of a construct that you made up that is unreachable to you because there's no hardwiring yet to receive it. And it doesn't matter how hard you work at it. It doesn't matter how long you meditate and all of these things. Like it's very difficult to find it. But once, so like the mentors and teachers and people that we sit with, we sit specifically with people who have had these and continue to have these as an as lived experience. And rather than being pointed to through words or processes or a map, when you can sit in connection to someone and have a felt sense experience of the deepest level of peace that you have ever experienced without you having to do a goddamn thing or without anything in your life having changed, right? Like when you come out of that session, your circumstances are still your circumstances, your bank account's still your bank account, your body's still your body, all of it. And yet somehow it all feels different. It just all feels different. This is, you know, uh, Reggie Ray brought this beautiful distinction around horizontal versus vertical transformation. And vertical is like, so just back up one step. So horizontal is this acquisition of data. This is where most people operate. Let me understand. Let me understand. Let me understand more information, more information, more information. And it helps, but it just keeps leading to wanting to acquire more information because you get the information. It makes a blip of emotion. Then you're like, okay, that information wasn't enough. Let me get more information. And you just keep chasing. Whereas vertical is felt. It's a felt sense experience. It's not something that can be undone. Like once you have that felt sense experience, that is yours forever. And you don't have to explain it to someone. You don't have to figure it out. It's just like, it's done. And one of our mentors told us that when you're in these felt sense experiences, 
the first thing the mind will always do is it will always ask, okay, how do we get there again? Right? Like it's immediately looking for the process. And as soon as you do that, you take yourself out of the experience. And so what she said, and I love, she goes, when you're in these glimpses, we call them, you awareness, like, like the part of you that is in the experience is actually teaching itself and there's nothing for you to do. It's almost like this anchored felt marker that now awareness knows how to get back to without you having to do anything. Now the getting back to can take time and time and time and time and time of being in these states. And it gets easier and easier and easier to like drop into these places where at first it, it might feel clunky and you might get there once every so often. And the glimpse is short and like to get there is long. It all kind of changes where you can drop in there faster. The glimpses get longer and you get to sustain this, this sensation and the experience of life. And guy was saying before, like if you're in an energetic frequency of that like Midas touch that he was talking about. If you're in that place and you know how to get back to that place time and time again, then you keep getting to create from that energetic fingerprint, if you will. And honestly, that's today, that's, that's been the most important practice uh, that I have on a daily basis. It's like, what are daily habits that even if I don't understand what the fuck the habit does in the moment, I'm no longer attached to the end result in the moment. I'm more committed to a daily habitual practice that I know over time opens up my system, rewires it from the inside out to be able to receive more love, more support, more peace, more ease, more flow, all of it. And I don't get bogged by like, oh, what is this doing? Is, am I doing this right? Is this what it's supposed to feel like? I don't know. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing these practices because I know, like I've seen it time over time. You do them, you do them, you do them. The results just show. You, you just start feeling different. Yeah, this is going to sound very paradoxical, but it's like you, uh, you do the practices regardless of your circumstances. So even if your circumstances are totally shit, you do the practice. And if you do the practice and the intention is to only to resolve that circumstance, then the practice doesn't really do anything. It's almost like you have to do the practice without any expectation that it's going to resolve right. the circumstance so that it can resolve the circumstance. That's the ironic part yeah. because how you think things are supposed to go in terms of resolution for you and the time that you think they're supposed to happen and the way that they're supposed to happen, that that's all that, that like, Hey, I'm going to build this idea and then start comparing myself to this idea, right. Over and over again. And that actually keeps you in the lower frequency. That's right. Because you're, you're, you're in your own reenactment. You're literally building an identity character out here that you can't become and then constantly putting yourself in your own melodrama, reenacting your own trauma within yourself. And then you play that out in the world too. But like on the moment by moment, that's kind of how it looks. And even, even as I speak this, I'm, I'm noticing like where I'm doing that in my life right now, where I'm giving yeah. myself a little therapy right now. So again, just to kind of reiterate, it's like the energetic practices are about cultivating safety in the system, energetic fluidity, 
opening the system to receiving because most people's systems are pretty clenched tight and closed down. And so like you're really getting a, a trickle instead of getting a waterfall of flow. Um, so again, like doing these practices, the ones that we offer inside of our Facebook group, if you need those resources, let us know. Um, and also at our events. So um, if you are interested, um, you know, the taping of this event, we have an event coming up, but we kind of always have an event coming up. So um, if you go over to I am like intuitive mind, I am ticket dot live in your URL bar that will take you over to uh, the checkout page for our event. Or if you want to check out the uh, what we actually do at the event, it's again, it's a bunch of um, uh, philosophies, but even more important, a uh, direct experience practices in order how in order to give yourself the gift of starting to experience what these energies can do for people and how it is that it shifts people into higher states of consciousness, how it helps with transformation, how it assists with uh, healing aspects, not just learning how to manage it through new identities and success habits, stuff like that. Um, so you can go to intuitivemind.live to get all the details on that as well. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. Like, you know, we're, we're the super special, amazing summer blast office. Uh, offer. Yeah, yeah. So if, you're, if you're listening to this, probably at the time that we released it or recording, uh, we're doing a really special thing. It's uh, generally speaking, we sell our event tickets at around $400. Uh, this is the first event. We've lowered it down to $97. We're doing a hashtag summer bash here. And uh, we just want to have like an awesome, huge event with a bunch of you guys and, and really introduce you to this work. And then, of course, um, we understand that what we're talking about here is esoteric in nature and has to be directly experienced. We we do our best. Other teachers do our best to point at it and give you ex like an understanding of it. But the reality is understanding it really makes little to no difference or add value to your life. It just sounds smart. Um, we really are more interested in you engaging with it directly, seeing how it works for you, uh, noticing the things in your life can change very rapidly and shift uh, into some really incredible states uh, in ways that we see with our clients all the time. Like it constantly blows our mind and drops our jaw, like where somebody can go in just a few months from like being totally numb and feeling un unsafe in this world, having all these um, experiences and circumstances that reflect that unsafety. And then like it, there's just something flips in the system and all their circumstances start aligning to that new energy frequency. And that's really what manifestation is about. Uh, it's really not about you understanding how to manifest. It's about understanding that what you're manifesting is correlated to the energy in your body. So if you want to manifest some pretty amazing things in your life, open up some to, to some new circumstances, relationships, health, but mind you, it's got to start with doing the internal work. It's not about you managing all this out here. And, and again, like if you guys want to look like we have an extraordinarily high satisfaction rating with what we do with this because this work just provides that like it's not us it's the work that provides yeah. um that but like you know for for those of you guys who have businesses or in the personal development space and this whole grind and hustle stuff and that everyone believes in just just go look at the stats and who that actually works for right it's like uh, there's a reason that most businesses outside of three percent fail in the first few years of business uh, very few businesses make it to five years or ten years and it's like, there's no lack of education or understanding out there on how to run successful businesses. And yet only the few do it. And that's not because they're somehow working more diligently. There's people working very, very hard out there getting very, very little results in their life. It is really a matter of a certain type of alignment in your system. When that alignment happens, there's just a lot less effort in your life 
uh, and trying to make things happen or prove to yourself certain things. So it's a pretty, pretty, pretty significant shift. Yeah. And I just want to offer the date for the next upcoming one. If you're listening is August 14th. It's an all day Saturday event. Um, and as soon as you register, you'll get access to pre-course material that we, it's not even encouraged. We highly recommend it. It's almost like a, a mandatory thing that you go through because that's what will set up the platform for uh, the live event. So uh, once you register, you get immediate access to that and you start your process. I said this on our Tuesday call yesterday. I said, the, the course doesn't wait till August 14th to start. It starts the second you say yes and the second you register. And we've heard that time and time again. So if you're looking for a breakthrough in your life, if you want this level of support, this level of flow, this level of health, this level of love in your life now, then state your claim. Like put the line in the sand moment now. And for 97 bucks, like, I mean, like if, if 97 bucks is really like a money conversation for you, then, you know, we get to have a different conversation, but like, this event is worth thousands and it's, and it's on offer right now and probably only now and ever for 97 bucks. So, um, definitely like if you've been sitting on the sidelines, if you've been a fan of the podcast, I know there's many of you that just have been listening for years and years and years. And you're like, I love these guys, blah, blah, blah. And then we like hear from you like three years later, this is your time to shine, you know? So say yes, head over to imticket.live and, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you at the next event. And in the meantime, I hope that you do begin to start practices that uh, allow for you to receive this level of support in your life because it will greatly transform the way you relate to yourself, to others, to your career, to your health, and to everything in between. And if you guys need support or have any questions about anything we spoke about here, about the ticket, the event, and if you're already not part of our Facebook group, you can go to joinoldsouls.com, uh, get in the group, and that's the place where you can access our team, ourselves, get support and resources as well. All right, friends, love you very much. We'll see you next time. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.